Welcome to another edition of the Go Knows Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me and my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is, well, it doesn't matter what day it is. No segments for this episode. Just more Florida State football stuff slash college football stuff slash Super Bowl slash whatever I want to talk about. Um, so the SEC made almost $800 million in revenue in 2021. And each school got a almost a $55 million payout. And we're sitting here talking about guardrails on NIL deals. Where's the guardrails for the SEC making money? Almost a billion dollars, dude. And we're really sitting here talking about that. That's what it's a joke. It's a joke, man. The players can't get a small piece of the pie. Whatever NIL deal that was like the highest amount, that that can't even be 1% of what the SEC made. I mean, mean, just college football, the business of college football, they just want to keep all the money for themselves. College football is a business. It's not about wins and losses it's not about who wins the national championship it's a money making business that's why i'm surprised they haven't expanded the playoff i mean just just from a money making standpoint i i just thought expansion was inevitable and and if it's if they expanded to 12 hell let's just put all 12 sec or 14 whatever it is Put, just put 12 SEC teams in it. I think it's 14 in their conference. Just put just put 12 of them in there. Leave out Vanderbilt and, um, I don't know, Arkansas. And just put the other 12 in there. I mean, that's essentially what it's going to be. If you expand it to 12, the SEC going to get four or five teams in there. Okay. Because college football is is mostly a southeastern thing. Okay, more people in the southeast watch college football than people out west, up north, Midwest. It's just a fact. And most of that is SEC. Some of it's ACC, but it's mostly SEC. And... Um, I think I think uh, the whole argument about putting a, a, a as they say guardrails up on the NIL deals it's a joke, man. Let these kids get some money, man. Let these young and I hate calling them kids. Let these young men make some money. For every great college football player that you can think of, it's it's a million players that never make it to the league. 
So let these guys get as much money as they can and, you know, make, you know, take care of their families. I'm just trying to figure out, you know, what's the point in all of that? Stopping these guys from getting the most money that they can. It's just not right. But that's that's my I hate to start off the podcast that way, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Super Bowl. I don't know. I mean, like I said, I'm pulling for the Florida State guys, Cam Akers, uh, Jalen Ramsey. I don't know if Alden Tate is hurt. Um, I don't know if he's playing in this game, but I want all the Florida State guys to have good games. I I think the Rams are going to win. But, um, you know, the Bengals might surprise them. I just want a good game. I just don't want a blowout. I just want a good game. That's pretty much it. Um, So that's really it for the Super Bowl. My boys ain't in it, so I'm not going to go into any kind of in-depth breakdown. Um, And just lately, I've just been, like, thinking of how Florida State can just – Florida State football – can can really get back to just being relevant. And when I say relevant, I'm just saying ACC and ACC title contention, you know, fringe national championship contention. And um is is Mike Norvell the guy? I think Mike Norvell is the guy. I think with the the cards that he has been dealt, he's done the most that he can. He's got to flip the roster. He's got to get some of these Willie Taggart guys. I think virtually all the Jimbo guys are gone now. Um, But he's got to get some more of these Willie Taggart guys out of here and get some more of his guys in there. Then you might be able to do something but um I think seven and five is realistic for this upcoming season I don't think you're going to beat LSU I don't think you're going to beat Florida I don't think you're going to beat Clemson or Miami and then you'll probably lose another game like Louisville or Wake Forest or some other game but Based on the talent that you have on this roster, that's a seven and five roster in my opinion. I think if you can really, if if in in the key on offense again, Jordan Travis has to take a quantum leap forward. You got to find the right combination of offensive linemen. I think you you've upgraded your skill positions. You've upgraded upgraded your wide receivers. You've upgraded your running backs. So I just think uh and Cam uh Cam McDonald is uh underutilized. Um I think he's when he gets to the league, I think you're gonna really see a team. I'm re- I think you're really gonna see his talents. I don't think you're gonna see him at Florida State. I think you're gonna see him when he gets to the league. Um, because I don't think Mike Norvell knows how to use him. Um, defensively, 
I mean, you've done some great things at defensive back. Um, you upgraded at, at linebacker. Um, you've you've offset the loss of Jermaine Johnson as much as you can. We don't know what Jared Verse is gonna be. Okay, hopefully he's Jermaine Johnson 2.0. You know, if he if he could just come in and and play at that level not necessarily get the production but just play at that level and be disruptive i mean i think we'll be okay um so i don't know um seven and five i think you got a seven and five roster right now i think i think the, the the players on this team are finally buying into what Mike Norvell is selling. And um, you just got to keep churning out those Willie Taggart guys. I, I don't I don't have anything against the Willie Taggart recruits, per se. Um, I think Amari Gaynor is a great player. I just think he's not being used correctly. Um... I'm not sure. Yeah, Akeem Dent was a Willie Taggart guy. He's coming on. Um, Brownlee was a Willie Taggart guy. I don't know what to... I think I think Brownlee is more of a strong safety than corner. I, f- I feel like if... If... Uh, if... If... If Jamie Robinson... God forbid, gets injured or something, I think you could move Brownlee to, to his spot, and I think he would excel at that spot. But if Brownlee makes it to the NFL, I don't think he'll be a corner. I think he'll be a safety because he's a hitter. He's physical. His cover skills are limited as a cornerback, but as a strong safety, he, he could excel at, in that type of role. Um offensively I mean we got some work to do um I think he I think Mike Norvell has went out and got some playmakers there's not really that many wide receivers left that Willie Taggart recruited um but you know Florida State's problem is offensive and defensive line play. That's that's been the Achilles heel for the last several years. So um I just saw something on the internet that's saying that spring practice is starting March the fifth. So that's that's awesome. I mean, you know, I like I said, offensive line. And Jordan Travis taking that next step, that quantum leap next step. Um, I think the defense is going to be pretty good. Um, I think the defense is going to carry this team for the first couple games. Special teams have to improve. Special teams is a humongous part of the game. And I know I've said this the last couple of weeks, but it's just facts. Um, 
You know, we missed on two big guys in recruiting. And I, I don't know how to feel about that. I mean, obviously, as a Florida State fan, I don't like it. But as just a overall college football fan, it, you know, and if if those players got paid to go wherever they chose to go, more power to them. Um, I'm just trying to, I'm sitting here thinking like, what kind of team are we going to be in 2022? Cause I, I, I want to say last year we were a running team with Corbin and Ward. I, I would like to say that we were a running team. Although we were, if we played, we couldn't run the ball against teams that had pretty good defenses. So getting the getting the play at the offensive line positions up to above average will go a long way with. Uh, you know, staying with that running team identity. Um, like I said, you just got to find that right combination. Um, I'm not sold on Robert Scott. I, he's been getting a lot of hype. But anytime that he goes against a halfway decent pass rusher, I mean, just from what I've seen now, I understand he was hurt. So I just hope that he's 100% healthy going into next season. And then we can see what it's all about. Um, but I don't I don't know. I know I keep saying 7 and 5, but something in the back of my mind is just Saying to me, like, <laughs> something just, I can't put my finger on it. Something about this team, it just ain't right in terms of, and I can't really put my finger on it. I don't know if it's offense, defense, or special teams, but something is off a little bit. And it might be special teams because we suck on special teams. Let's just... I want to say probably kickoff coverage was probably our best unit out of special teams. Punt return sucked. Kickoff return sucked. Um, I would say the punt team was okay. The punter from Australia, he was pretty good. So kickoff and uh, punt coverage was probably the two best units. You know, onside kick. Kickoff return, punt return, all those subs. So I, I think it is special teams, man. And special teams is such a big deal because of field position and just fair catching the ball and things of that nature. Um, we got to get better at that. And I just wish that Mike Norvell would hire a special teams coach instead of having a position coach having to 
coach his position and do special teams. But who knows? That might not be in the budget. And we know Florida State has a limited budget. So we we have to, special teams have to be special because it's such an important phase of the game. Um, the ACC is considering eliminating divisions. I I never liked the division alignment that they had when they expanded the ACC several years ago. I thought, and I didn't like, I don't like the names either. Coastal, Atlantic, I didn't like that. I thought it should have been ACC North, ACC South. And, you know, you put all your Northern teams in one division, you put all your Southern teams in one division. And that would have, geographically, it would have made better sense. But now they're saying they want to eliminate divisions and just go with the two top teams to have the ACC championship. I mean, I like it. I like the idea. I think it's it's a money move. I mean, you can have more, you know, creative matchups in terms of scheduling throughout the regular season. Um, but you're you're never going to compete with the SEC because, you know, football in the Deep South is just so huge, you know. And just, you know, Clemson, Miami, and Florida State are probably the two, three, you know, richest football tradition schools in the conference. I think you could throw Pittsburgh in there. They got a, they have a great history. But Pittsburgh has been down for a while. I mean, they won the ACC championship this year. Um... But I like the idea. I, I just, I wasn't, I wasn't, and it was, I didn't like the, uh, again, I just didn't like how they paired these teams up into the divisions when they first expanded. But, you know, maybe this new ACC commissioner, you know, maybe he's on to something. Um I just think uh, what that means for Florida State, you know, a little bit more TV exposure. I mean, all their games were on TV, but maybe a little bit more primetime exposure. You know, maybe that can appeal some to uh, some bigger-name recruits, and maybe we can start bringing in five-star guys again. I, I don't know, but at any rate, you know, everybody's playing second fiddle to the SEC, so... I mean, $800 million in revenue. And that's, you know, that's from probably, most of that is probably TV money um, from CBS and ESPN and um, and, and the SEC network and all that. So, I mean, SEC is the daddy, man. I mean, we trying to get there. I don't see the SEC eliminating divisions because of the rivalries. I think the fans of those teams would have a fit if they eliminated the divisions. 
but you know the ACC doesn't have that type of crazy fan base that's going to uh you know go crazy if you change it up i think most of the fans of teams in this conference the ACC will welcome that change um so you know hopefully this ACC commissioner can do what's best to to bring ACC football to the forefront. Um, but that's the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I appreciate everyone who listens. Thank you for your support. Uh, it's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Thank you for listening. As always, go Knowles.